Hi, thanks for joining us on Hometown to Hollywood. This is Bonnie Wallace, author of Young Hollywood Actors and the Hollywood Parents Guide. And today my guest on this podcast is Los Angeles casting director, Krisha Bullock of Bullock and Snow Casting. Krisha is a multi-award-winning casting director and nominee with over 19 years of casting experience, specializing in youth programming. She's been nominated for dozens of Ardios Awards by the Casting Society of America and is a several-time winner of the Seymour Heller Award for Television Casting Director of the Year. She's ridiculously proud of her mentorship of thousands of hopeful young people, helping them break into the industry by navigating them toward a professional career. Krisha is best known for casting All That, Kenan and Kel, Zoe 101, True Jackson BP, iCarly, Victorious, Sam and Cat, Degrassi, The Next Generation, Game Shakers, and Henry Danger, among other hit shows. She's a member of the Casting Society of America. Krisha, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. That's a long intro. <laughs> yes, it's weird to hear. <laughs> well, it's it's a lot of accomplishment. It really is. Um, how did you get started in casting? Did you know that you always wanted to do this? No, I didn't. I was um, always in interested in the creative fields, um, everything, and wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. And a friend of mine recommended that I start doing some extra work. Because at least that could get me on a set and it would be something fun to do while I was figuring out where I could fit in the world. And as I was registering at Central Casting, which is obviously the largest casting, uh, extras casting company in the world, um, I was looking at the folks behind the walls. It was a clear glass wall at the time. I don't know what it looks like now thinking, they look like they're having a lot of fun. I wonder if I could intern and just sort of get a feel for what it's like doing that and asked. And within a couple of weeks, they called me and said, yeah, sure, come on on. And I interned for about three and a half weeks before they offered me a job. And uh, so I started there and I started casting extras and then um, went from extras to commercial casting and then from commercial casting into film over at MGM with Mary Jo Slater and Associates, uh, where I was there for a couple of years. And, and then from there landed at Nickelodeon, um, <laughs> doing, uh, all that and never left the Nickelodeon sort of world of kids and, uh, kids programming, which I absolutely love casting. Well, you're obviously extremely good at it. <laughs> Those are a lot of hit shows. Can you explain what you do exactly as a casting director? Can you demystify that process a little bit? Sure. I We start um, with a script. And it's always about reading the script and identifying the roles. And then through reading the script, uh, Jamie and my, Jamie Snow, my partner and I, we sort of break it down what those roles look like in our minds. And then there's a creative meeting with the team, which the team can be just writers, it can be writers, producers, it can be writers, producers, directors, depending on the type of project, depending on everybody's involvement. And we talk to the creative team about their vision and see what their initial thoughts were and sort of meld our two points of view together. Um, I like to always give them what they're looking for. 
try and find exactly what they're looking for and then try and add in some other options. Um, so from there, we would write a breakdown, um, which gets sent out through breakdown services and actors access to agents, managers, and actors who are registered. And we get the submissions in and then we sit, sit and go do the long uh, sift through of the talent that has been submitted, looking at headshots first, resumes second, sometimes reels, sometimes not reels, depends on the project and what we're looking for, and then start narrowing down the talent based on what we see, what's come in, actors that we've known from a list that maybe we put together of thoughts off the top of our heads. Um, and then we start the audition process, and the audition process can be once you can audition once send in a self-tape or come into our room one time and that particular audition could be what goes to the creative team and then to the next level of network studio executives whatever ever whatever levels they there are and they vary depending on the project or it could be a series of auditions where you send in a self-tape once, we ask you to self-tape again, or you come to our, dish, our room once and then we have you come back for a work session or a callback with some notes. It could be anything. Um, and then obviously we, we cast the role. There is part of our job is also the negotiation uh, with the agents and the managers. And then um, part of our job is also the paperwork, making sure that contracts are created correctly, signed, you have all the correct paperwork, get you to the set. And then once you're on set, we step right out. <laughs> so that's where it ends. That's the end of the arc. That's yeah. something in the middle there about headshots first, resumes second. And I'd love it if you could sort of Explain that a little bit. Sure. Um, television, where I mostly live in television land, although we do some film now and again, Jamie and I. Um, it's visual. It's a visual medium. So the very first thing that we're looking at is, does that look match the look that we have had a description of from our creative team or, or not? And uh, sometimes it matters and sometimes it doesn't, um, but that's where we would start because it is a visual medium. I tell people all the time that you, it's what you look like in the initial. You can change people's minds. Your talent can certainly change people's minds, especially if you really connect to the material. And looks can be altered, mm -hmm. but that's the very first thing that we would do. Right, because it's storytelling. Yeah. And it's a visual medium. Um, I, I talk to people about this all the time, about how incredibly important a good headshot is. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you guys are, are, are swiping through effectively yes. thumbnail versions, for the most mm -hmm. part, of thousands of headshots. And you need to feel a sense of connection with that Absolutely. little tiny photo, it's gotta be, it's gotta be compelling. And this isn't about looking pretty or beautiful no. or whatever at all. It's never about that. Um, I mean, obviously if you're casting a beautiful girl, you'd love to see a beautiful headshot, but that I feel that there's more to it than just a beautiful headshot. I feel like, um, 
the best actors act from their insides out. It's, uh, it's not like they put a coat on. It's like they're ripping open their heart and letting us see inside. And it comes out through your face and through your eyes. So the, the way that they're connecting in that um, photo with their eyes is really where we, where we love to see it. Yeah, that's huge. And if casting doesn't see, get, doesn't get that sense of connection, doesn't get that sense of like, oh, I see the soul through those eyes, you're probably going to keep swiping and you're not even going to look at the resume that might have some amazing stuff on it, you know, or like show that they've been yeah, to amazing I, schools. It's entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So headshots, guys. It's entirely possible. <laughs> what, um, mm-hmm. What's your favorite part about casting and what's the hardest part? Favorite part, still the same. My favorite part is always giving somebody their first job. It is such a joy to be able to make that phone call and um, virtually make somebody's dreams come true by having them book their first professional job. And uh, it is just uh, amazing feeling for us. Um, Second favorite thing would be uh, at the end of casting a brand new show when we see all the puzzle pieces that have come together to make that beautiful puzzle um, all, all as one is also a huge joy to just see that cast together, especially at the beginning when they're so excited and so enthusiastic and um, and so joyous. It's, it's amazing to be a part of that process. Um, challenges. Challenges are always just, you know, making your part of our job is really taking somebody else's words and somebody else's vision, creative vision, and bringing it to life by finding the right people who can bring it to life. And that can be a challenge just by sheer fact that whoever has been the writer or the creator, they, they have a movie going on in their heads that they have written. And even though they're communicating it to us, and even though we're reading the words and having it, sometimes we're just not quite bringing their vision to life. And and that can be a challenge if there's not a way to see through what everybody is communicating verbally to bring it to life. I guess it's sort of like when we have a beloved book, a book that we've read, that's our favorite book. And in our minds, we know exactly what those characters look like and how they sound. And sound like. And sound like their voices yeah. as well as their faces and bodies. Yeah. And and then when it gets turned into a movie, so often people are like, oh, it was all wrong. Because <laughs> it wasn't what they had in their heads. That wasn't what I thought. That wasn't the way I saw it. And exactly. yes, it's true. It's just like that. It's not the way I saw it. But sometimes when the casting is amazing, even though it's not the way you saw it, when you see that film, at the end of it, you have to go, yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. They did a great job. They brought as much of it to life as they could. And you can see why those, char- those actors played those roles. Yeah, even when you think they're wrong. Exactly. Sometimes it's not the way you thought it should be, would be, but it's maybe better. Hi. With developments unfolding every day, I'm continuing to work to be a source of stability and inspiration in your life. 
As it's been for over 100 episodes, the Hometown to Hollywood podcast will be there for you. Now, I'm asking you to be there for us. The podcast has been a labor of love for years, and now I'm asking if Hometown to Hollywood has been a friend to you, if it's helped, educated, and inspired you, please become a supporter of the podcast. For only $5 a month, the price of a latte, you can become a friend of the podcast and help me afford to continue to do the work that you've come to depend on for honest, insightful interviews that shed light on how to succeed in the entertainment industry. If you can afford it, pitch in $10 a month and become a good friend of the podcast. Your support helps supplement the people who can only give $5 a month. Join now. Just go to hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. That's hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. And in just two clicks, you can have access to the rest of this incredibly informative conversation, as well as each upcoming episode and the entire collection of over 100 past episodes. Now, if you can't afford $5 a month to subscribe, the first 10 minutes of every episode will still be available for free. Subscribers will get the full episodes delivered to their inbox. Thank you. I appreciate your support, and I can't wait to share the exciting upcoming conversations with you.